Well, thank you to the news team. And amazingly, we're back live after a fashion in all sorts of ways with our first official Zoom mix with the studio. In the studio, first of course, foremost, we have people who are just used to doing those shows via the screen, via the wonderful screen and the Zoom system. And that's uh, first of all, Rebecca Bond. How are you, Rebecca? I'm very well, thank you. Very happy to be here. Excellent. And we've also got the wonderful Cathy Manso. How are you, Cathy? I'm doing great. Just glad we can upgrade from one small box to a bigger box. <laughs> yeah, one small box to a bigger box. Still in their box because they're wonderful people and lovely folk across the base. We've got in the joys of San Diego, no less a personage than Jean Bruce Scott. How are you, Jean? Hello, Alex. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me back. Oh, well, it's great to have you back on board. Of course, normally, Jean, we kind of go straight into the system. We're jumping into the whole scenario, but here we are. A little bit of time. You can listen to the news, get a flavour for what's happening. All of those magical things are happening. Let's uh, do the, the full team announcement. Jessica Burtis, you were with us when we were last live in the studio two years ago, this very day, and now you're kind of back with us again, aren't you, Jessica? Yes, I am. And I'm absolutely thrilled that we're doing this live again. It's the <laughs> no. beginning of a new era. <laughs> it is a whole new era. Oh, then again, something would say it's a resumption of the old era. Because I always used to actually uh, have this kind of slot bill, I recall, when you were used to sing the praises of life in Scotland and Edinburgh and so on. How are you, William? I'm very chirpy. Thrilled to be back. Thank you. And uh, it's live as well, so you won't be able to cut out any of my nasty bits. <laughs> as if we'd ever choose to do that. Uh, somebody who has no nasty bits whatsoever, because she's a lovely person and she's an arts coordinator extraordinaire, is Sarah Bullimore. How are you, Sarah? I'm good, thanks, Alex. I'm trying out new internet and new home here, so I may disappear. Yeah. And, <laughs> and also, Sarah, to be fair, has a complete sort of shadow approach to the whole thing. So the whole manager of the listener is, is in shadow, which is all very good. Uh, not in shadow, but in New York City State and in New York, New York. So good. They obviously named it twice. It's Pamela Suman. How are you, Pamela? Still with that dodgy connection. I know. <laughs> Bless her heart. We, can you not hear me? We can hear you, Pamela. Don't worry. You're, you're, you're there with a wonderful background as well from the whole sort of system. Okay. Um, we want to talk a bit more about the geopolitical challenge, how we've actually coped with the COVID legacy and a whole variety of other bits and pieces as well. But I think it's only fair that we actually have this little ident. Celebrate and rejoice. The Midweek Drive team is back after a whole seven days with the best in chat, guests and audio delights on Siren 107.3 FM. And in a few moments we'll be asking Cathy Manso what Pamela Suman tracks you'd like to actually feature in the programme. But um, let's turn to Jean because, you know, we connected uh, prior, prior to Zoom. You've been in the studio back in the day. You've been sorting out all other marvellous things, etc. Do you feel as though we've, we've, we were out of Covid now? Is that a case of now when you're back in England you can come back to Siren and actually be back in the studio well i certainly hope so but i don't think it's over um i think we've just learned a new way to um manage our lives uh with it as part of our lives and um you know if we we do the the big three or four things that they want us to do wash our hands keep our social distance wear our masks uh if or when covid or a nasty flu uh, hits us again I think we'll all be better off. So we've learned a lot. Um, We've taken a problem and and, uh, hopefully we are finding solutions. I was saying this very day that one of the strange things for me was uh, delivering courses to classes where they're so locked into the laptops, you're speaking to the back of the laptop rather than making eye contact. It's very strange. It's, it's, I mean, Rebecca, have you found that? I mean, since you got back to, to class that you've kind of, you've been focusing on the laptop thinking, I, I, I just want to press mute now. 
Yeah, certainly. I think especially with my dissertation, I'm sure a lot of student, uh, university students will agree, I feel like I'm sick of screens to an extent. So that's why I'm so happy to be back in the studio and seeing all of your lovely faces, even though you are on a screen. But I'll allow it this once. Um, but yeah, I'm a, I'm a much more fashion, old-fashioned person. I prefer taking notes on paper and things. Yeah, so where I can, I try yeah, and, yeah. yeah. I mean, this morning, bless them, public relations souls. I know we're the great folk, but, you know, what was a pen? What is a piece of paper? It's unbelievable. Exactly. It's very strange. Uh, Kathy, old school, like Rebecca, making your debut in the, uh, the, the studio function from that point of view. Um, how were you, your first impressions of, of the siren little uh, system we've got here? Oh, I love it. I love this box. It's my new box. Um, <laughs> no, I'm really excited to be back. I'm a little bit old school as well. Uh, and when I mean that, I just I appreciate face-to-face contact. I will not lie, though. I do appreciate when I can wear a mask because I just like being in disguise. And I have a, an approachable face, so people mm. will come up to me being like mm. asking questions, mm. concerns. With the mask, I just kind of avoided crowds, so it was kind of great. Let's, um, <laughs> let's turn to, to William Coles because I'm going to put you in the hot seat, Bill. Uh, who do you wish to actually quiz after we've heard a Pamela Suman piece of classical music. Uh, it's not classical music, though she was classically trained. I'm just making that quite clear. It's called Ouch. We made a decision for you, Kathy. We'll just go with that basis. Who would you like to speak to? I think I'm going to have a stab, first of all, at Jean. You're going to have a stab at Jean. So, Jean, prepare yourself, because after we've heard from Pamela Suman and Ouch, uh, William Coles will be next up doing... What only because I don't, have you met William Coles before? I don't think you have actually, Jean. I think it's this is a new thing for you. And, and William Coles used to be a news correspondent as well as now a fabulous romantic novelist. Ouch.
I suppose heaven must be a bit like this, where you actually have a uh, heavenly choir of judgments uh, being passed to you by people that you can maybe see and connect with in all sorts of ways. Still, Pamela Man and Ouch doing wonderful stuff that's still available, I believe, um, in all sorts of ways. And will it actually make your playlist, Rebecca? Oh, 100%. I mean, there's quite a few of yours already in there. So. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, Rebecca Bond. He, Pamela Sue Man fan. William, it's time for you to take on that mantle and start quizzing Gene Bruce Scott. Go for it, sir. Okay, I'll start off with a nice, easy one for you, Gene. How are we? How are we getting on? How have you survived COVID? I survived COVID by becoming even more of a hermit than I was before. Um, I'm I'm quite uh, happy being somewhat solitary. Um, so this was a little bit different because my husband, Randy, was always with me uh, 24-7 during COVID. And um, we uh, followed all the protocols and, uh, and just hunkered down and tried to wait it out. So I've lost uh, uh, two years. Uh, I keep saying to Randy, was that before? That was sometime before. <laughs> the pandemic so um i'm trying to read gene i think i've lost 20 years so don't worry i mean somewhere along the base i'm I'm still wondering where did 1994 go what's happening here yeah Yeah. Uh, have you had any positives though out of covid apart from being more hermit like which sounds great um any other positives um well sure you know i did the cleaning out the closets business and um i found a lot of uh things that I've been carrying around for the past 40 years. So some of them uh, have been quite a lot of fun for uh, my archive, which I'm putting together now uh, of my career. So yeah, I think that that was really helpful to... Was I what? It's okay. I think we're getting a a little bit of crossfade there in terms of New York. It's these New Yorkers. They're always sort of working through a whole process. Don't worry. Pamela's muted herself. All's good with the world. Carry on, Gene. San Diego, a lot more laid back than New York. We appreciate this. This is about Lincoln. Yes. Um, So, yes, William, I did learn. I I, I learned a lot about myself. I did some writing and um, a lot of Zoom um, I used to travel and be out of the house about 150 nights a year. Um, and so actually, um, it was nice to just kind of be, be quiet and... and uh, and in fact, Jane, what, what, what we can also say is we've looked in the archives and, and they still survive, they still exist, and all being well, I can just press a magical button here and it does indeed give you your official ident, which still is here, as you'll hear now. California Sunshine. Native American Joy, and the finest Airwolf helicopter pilot and Magnum PI naval officer ever. It's Gene Bruce, now live on the Midweek Drive for Siren 107.3 FM. See, it's still there. It doesn't get lost. That still echoes. The, the quality is, is still out there. Finest Airwolf pilot ever. Quite rightly so. Thank you. Good good set of questions there, William. I'm coming back to you in a few moments. Hopefully Pamela's sorted out her little challenge as well. Going to be much longer in there? Well, could be a couple of hours. I don't know. <laughs> Just work our way through the process. Bless them. Uh, Sarah, in the dark, Newark. I know that's been something you've been working through in all sorts of ways. Would you like to tell us what's coming up in Newark this year, away from COVID, doing all sorts of things with book festivals and more? There's so much, Alex. I've been busy putting uh, kind of cultural 
programs together for all of the other events as well. And this year is going to be one crazy ride of festivals and events. Um, so our book festival is not just back to four full days in July, but we have a schools program and we are popping up all over the district in various museums and places on tour all year, as well as now, loads of other cultural events. If so I may, crazy. you say a crazy drive. We've got one, two, three folk currently in America. Is it going to be worth them flying over, not to Newark, New Jersey, different place entirely, but to Newark, Nottinghamshire, for this festival? What would you say would persuade Pamela, musician extraordinaire, and indeed key folk, a key person in all sorts of ways, Jean Bruce Scott, as we said, legendary, and Jessica Burtis, who will actually be in Ireland very shortly. Oh, sure enough. Um, What would persuade them to actually cross over uh, to, to see this Newark Book Festival 2022? Well, it'll be absolutely amazing. And uh, Newark in Nottinghamshire is right bang in the middle of the country near airports. And that's just a beautiful place, market town to come and visit. But music is our overarching theme this year as well. So we're back to celebrating noise. We're all about making noise this year and celebrating people's stories. But there will be some online events as well. So if you can't come, there are other ways you can connect. And that's the whole essence of life and the universe and everything else. Kathy Manso, you're American in England, like a Connecticut Yankee in King Arthur's Court, but the reverse of that. You've got a quiz question for the listener. Feel free to join us at any time, sirenonline.co.uk, if you're outside the region, or just contact us at the studio. And our team, our brains trust, as I should refer to them, of Pamela, Jessica, William, Sarah, and Jean. And it's a crossword puzzle, is it not? It is a crossword puzzle. I've been struggling, guys. Usually I'm pretty good, and then I change countries, and I'm terrible at crosswords all of a sudden, specifically the Guardian. I don't know how well you guys are versed with Guardian crosswords. William, the Guardian crossword, is it one for you? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) You see, William, because he's in Edinburgh, there's a satellite delay between Lincoln and Edinburgh. It's all down to Sturgeon, I believe. It's Sturgeon's law. She actually puts in a 10-second delay just in case William says something untoward about the Scottish Parliament. So every time we come to him, slight delay. Anyway, carry on. Sure. So the question, it's six letters. I know, and the first letter is missing. Second letter is R. Third is missing. Fourth letter is T. Fifth is missing. And last letter is Y. So something R, something T, something Y. What is another six-letter word for bubbly? Another six-letter word for bubbly, which contains the letters R, T, and Y. Your time starts now. Frothy. Frothy. Ah. <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's it's frothy, man. That's the key thing. You know, you don't mess around when you've got the author of Dave Cameron's School Days and the well-tempered clavier online, etc. Do you want to go for number two? Go, okay. Kathy. This could actually be a roll now. All right. This is for five across. Hope you're ready. It's a nine-letter word. It has an H. It has an L. It has an N. And the hint is a mount bank. Um, our Monty back? Monty yeah. back, mm-hmm. back. And it has an H and an L and, and an, an N. N for Norman. N. N, N, for, N for Norman. Okay, Jessica can see is working very hard at this one. Pamela's looking a bit bemused. Maybe it could serve as a title of our latest album. I don't know. Sarah, we can't see what she's doing, frankly. But uh, I'm sure she is thinking very solidly about this. Um, William hasn't actually sort of smashed this one as yet. It's got very quiet. Interesting in terms of that line forward. Uh, never mind. Uh, and where is the H? Does it begin with an H? It doesn't. It's the second letter. Mm. H. Uh, I have a feeling the first letter will start with a C because of the H or an S. 
Yes, that completely went over my head, it has to be said. But it's, it, may, it may have a C to start off with. It's certainly got an H, it's got an L, it's got an N, and it's a nine-letter word. Hmm. I thought we'd actually deal with this sort of thing. This is a brilliant used... new show, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> this is a great new show, Alex. Doing crosswords yeah. together. Doing crosswords. <laughs> Across the oceans, exactly. Take that, BBC Innovations. This is this is a whole new format for Siren Radio. Better than Wordle. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Okay. Sarah, any ideas from your end in terms of uh, the, the crossword scenario? What's the third one? Let's see if we can do that. Okay, third one. Um, this is going to be 15 down. Yes, it is. The hint is old, unreliable car. It is six letters, and there is the letter L and the letter P. Jalopy. Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, I know that because I'm married to a boy from the Ozarks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Randy manages to get his his evidence in there quite as so jalopy is is there. I think you said fantastic, I mean, brilliant. If you, all we need the tie break would obviously be that mounted back scenario there. But, it would um, help. It would help. Know, that's some, well, that has helped uh, in so many ways. It's just opened up a whole range of things. That Pamela uh, ever considered crossroads as a career? Pamela's frozen on us now. <laughs> <laughs> And you need you need to unmute yourself, Pamela. <laughs> There's something about New York I find that sometimes just gets a wee bit creepy. If she unmutes herself, we can then actually hear her. Um, no, she's definitely frozen on us. Never mind. Jessica, what about yourself? In Lincoln, England, as indeed Cathy can attest to, it's almost Miami-like temperatures that we've got at present. It really is. Uh, what's the temperature like in North Carolina? I think we've switched weather for once because it is a dreary gray day here. This is raining and it's a day that makes me want to stay inside and read. I miss the sunshine. It was so nice and warm yesterday. It really felt like spring. Well, it's nice to see that we arranged that special relationship to indeed swap meteorological conditions, <laughs> you know, and, and, and well worth sorted out as well as we actually reached 27 minutes uh, in, into, oh, no, we don't. Okay, there's a clock. It's 1723. Lord above. 23 minutes past five o'clock. Uh, Jean, weather in San Diego? Always sunny, presumably, because you're there. Absolutely gorgeous. Uh, very moderate weather. I think we're going to get up into the mid-70s today. Uh, and lots of sunshine. I had to close every curtain in here to to be able to be on Zoom with you. Well, that's that's very important. Sorry, I just realized that oh, if I... If oh, I... Alex. Yes? I wanted to tell you, we're going up north tomorrow. We're getting up er very early in the morning, taking a flight to San Francisco, then uh, taking a, a small hopper flight to Humboldt, getting a car and driving into the center of Northern California to a place called Willow Creek, which is the home of Bigfoot. Sasquatch, or Sas Sas Sasquatch, basically, Sasquatch country. Yes, and I only brought that up because it's freezing up there right now. <laughs> it's it's going to be 40 degrees or something. Yeah. I mean, it's fair to say, Jean, you don't get Bigfoot appearing in Miami, unless I must be mistaken, Kathy. I mean, Bigfoot, nope, not there. just gators and crocs, your usual. <laughs> So, much like Lincoln, uh, <laughs> alligators, crocodiles, and of course the swans on the Brayford Pool. Uh, let's turn to Rebecca. Any questions you'd like to put to the team or anybody in particular now that you can see them all on the screen and you're in the studio, Becky? I mean, 
if she's not frozen, I would love to bring Pamela into this and just ask what she's been up to. But I feel like she's wandering around. She's now actually taking us on a guided trip through her particular (laughs) aspect. It's it's strange. It's that weirdness that we like, really, with respect to Pamela. We don't quite know where she's coming from, but it's there. That's that's the Let's see what happens. If not, I have. Let's see about the questions. If not, how are we doing, Pamela? Are we are we okay? No. I'm hoping we're okay. I've I've moved. That's better. That's so much better. If oh, it helps, it? Okay. If, if it helps, Pamela, right, we can we can always go back to that routine. I could actually use the telephone to dial you up, and you can actually be an audio correspondent. We might need to do that for the second part of the program. I'm just saying, you know, just you know, it's a, it's an old school thing, oh. invented by Alexander Graham Bell. But given that it's now? have I frozen, uh, you've frozen, but we can still hear you. So that's good for radio, you know, because the listener doesn't know. That I just froze, and he didn't know anyway. She didn't have a clue that we were actually frozen. No, but I would love to know, Pamela. Can you hear me? Yeah. I think I've frozen. You're listening to Testing the Zoom Service on Siren Radio, a whole new experience. We've had crossed words, and now Becky. Okay. I don't want it to... Becky, don't panic. Just ask the question. For goodness (laughs) sakes. I feel like we both talk at the same time. (laughs) Um, Okay, here we go. So, Pamela, it's been a while since I've been able to talk to you, and it's really nice to catch up with you and all of you, for that matter. But, Pamela, what have you been up to? I think last time we spoke, it was uh, maybe end of last year. So I'd love to know what you've been up to, just in general or with your work, anything. Lots of things which you can... Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. You see, clearly... That Sturgeon influence has kind of impacted in all sorts of ways. Pamela, don't worry. I will dial you up on the telephone and then Becky can ask those questions and the listener can also hear you if, of course, they haven't been keeping up with New York Real Talk, which sometimes has been sitting into the Midweek Drive feature as well. William, what's your big uh, wish for 2022? I mean, you're normally somebody who likes to do all sorts of marathon-based activities. And I mean, I've said in the past, you're going through a midlife crisis, but you denied it. Uh, how can you actually work through that? What, what sort of key areas would you say are the optimistic line that we can look forward to in an era where you've got Ukraine, you've got tragedy there, you've got challenges all over the place, you've got all sorts of other issues. Nice to see the Hungary uh, prime ministers actually come out in support of the Ukraine. No, I'm not going to say that. Um, what would you like to actually wish the team and indeed humanity. Um, oh, holy smoke, that's a big one, Alex. Mm. For uh, first up, I think I would wish on them that uh, they uh, feel the fear and do it anyway. So whatever it is that they fear in their lives, uh, they uh, rather than being terrified of it, they do something about it and seize it. Seize the day, carpe diem, absolutely. Jessica, uh, is that your wish for the people at present? I think so. I think I think we're in a very strange transitionary period, honestly, between um, COVID and feeling like maybe it's over, maybe it's become a regular part of life. So I feel like something that I have had to learn to do with COVID is if you have the chance to do something, just go ahead and do it because, you know, there were things I wanted to do in England and then the pandemic happened and I couldn't do them. So if you want to do something, go ahead and do it. Like, stop putting it off. Go ahead. And Sarah Bullimore, what's your optimistic, thriving thought for this evening? Absolutely. And kind of going from that, really, it's just kind of, you know, hope, having hope and keeping on going. And we've all learned resilience really well. Um, but just, yeah, making the most of every day, making it all count. 
Sounds good to me. Um, Jean. Yes, of course. Do it. Uh, hope. I would add love into that whole mix. Um, finding a way to reach out to others, uh, those that you talk to all the time and letting them know that you love them, but also those that you haven't been in touch with for quite some time. Uh, reach out. Go visit. That's why I'm going up to Bigfoot Country. Oh, I'm coming to London uh, in May. Um, so I'll be there. I'm going to Germany also in May. Reach out. Go see those people that yeah. you haven't seen. And let's face it, you know, London to Lincoln, only about 120 miles, Jean. We should look to hopefully connect in some way, shape or form, shouldn't we? Come down to London. Let's do a remote. Oh, there we are. Exactly. It's a true wonderful thing there. Okay, uh, we're at the end of this particular segment. We will be calling Pamela Sue, man. We'll be looking at all sorts of other activities as well. Becky, would you like to ask the first of the two questions, please? And let's not expect a response from Pamela this year until she comes back on the telephone. So go round the team with Sarah, please. Okay, so Sarah, have you had a reasonably interesting and enjoyable Zoom with us today? I have. Thank you very much. And, then... and Sarah, how can people find out about the New York Book Festival? Uh, the best place to go is our Facebook page, um, which is just New York Book Festival, New York Book Fest. That's the, the best place where we put everything on there. Who's your next, Becky? Um, let's go to William. William. Have you had an enjoyable Zoom with us today? It's been reasonably interesting. I've loved it. Thank you so much. It's great to be live again. Oh, Thank you oh. for not being able to edit me out. No. <laughs> William, as if we would, really. Jessica's still staying with us. Pamela will be back with us, but in a different mode of opportunity. Jean, will you be returning, and has it been good for you? I, I Unfortunately, I can't stay for the next hour, but it's always wonderful with all of you, and seeing you back in the studio really is wonderful, and I can't wait to get back to Lincoln. Well, there you go. Uh, and don't uh, be afraid. We will obviously still be keeping the Zoomers going in some way, shape or form. Uh, that's it. That's only to Jean Bruce Scott and to William Coles and to Sari Bullimore. Thank you so much. Pamela will be coming back in the very near future via the audio format that is Siren Radio. But now, very much in keeping with the whole programme and the whole essence of life and times, etc., we are alive.
Ah, but are we? Are we? That's the important thing. Are we really alive? Is it just an illusion? I don't know. It's all very strange. Uh, Pamela Suman hopefully is alive and uh, at least connected via the traditional Alexander Graham Bell method. Are you there, Pamela? I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, of course we can hear you. It's a telephone. It's perfectly reliable. Uh, All this scenario about 5G, 4G, etc. Okay, Rebecca, you now have the chance to do that Rebecca Bond interview that we were thinking about earlier before we actually go into a feature about National Breakfast Week. Over to you, Rebecca. Amazing. Glad we can connect with you better now, Pamela. I was just saying earlier, it's been so long since we've been able to connect and I've just been wondering what you've been up to, whether it's work-related or just in your spare time. We'd just love to have a catch-up. How have you been? Oh, thank you for asking. Actually, yeah, I've been up to a lot, a lot of collaboration and a lot of sublimation, as we say, you know, tr- attempting artistically to turn a lot of the, um, the the challenges of our world and, you know, globally and also personally into beautiful art, because it seems like for artists, that's all we can do. And so it is our job to do it. And, and uh, artists, don't always feel up to doing it, especially if things are really difficult. But um, it has been sort of my mission to make sure that I get above and beyond myself uh, and continue to attempt to make beautiful art to share with the world because that's what I can do. <laughs> no, I, I love that. I, and you're obviously doing a great job at it. Like I said, I, your songs bring, bring me so much joy. And especially with this lovely weather we're having, it's been perfect to just throw your songs on and just really enjoy and just... Uh, it's just beautiful. I just really enjoy what you do. So glad to hear you've been working on lots more things, and I'm excited to see what's to come. Well, thank you. Actually, um, there's going to be a, a new single dropping, and there's going to be a video a video that I am just so proud of, and, and we're, we're working extra hard on it. We're in post-production right now, and um, I will tell everyone about it uh, when we finally can air it, and I do want to premiere it here with with. Alex and all of you um, and I'm very excited to do that so it should be ready in the next couple of weeks <laughs> oh, amazing that's so exciting how has that process been for you how has the production process been <laughs> well it's been it's been fraught I mean been in a good way I think when we try to do something big or bigger than we've done it, it presents more challenges there are more arms and legs of it and that's as I am at the helm, however reluctantly, you know, I'm the one to sort of carry the torch and keep it going. But I'm so blessed with such talented, incredible, exciting unicorns around me who are just committed to make it happen because it's a joyful thing. The song is called Pink Flamingos. And actually, um, Alex has aired the song uh, prematurely, <laughs> in a good way. Um, yeah, so, yeah, excuse me, we don't do premature airings. I just want to make that quite clear. <laughs> that's 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 not a functional imagery drive. Never has been. Never will be. Uh, timing. It's all down to timing. <laughs> Thanks for asking. Thanks for asking. <laughs> Apart from all of that, and as we sort out a few other bits and pieces, uh, how are you celebrating Pamela National Breakfast Week? Because that is the state of play that we're actually in, apparently, according to a variety of things. We're going to find out in a few moments uh, about National Breakfast Week. I mean, did you have you? I mean, in New York, it, it is well. You know, you past your breakfast time, even for New York time, it's it's uh, afternoon. Uh, so, have you sort of been in, in, interested in this? Has it made the uh, the major news in the states that Britain is celebrating National Breakfast Week? Um, I have to say, Alex, and I'm pretty tuned in to what's going on in in, uh, in in the UK, I hope, but I've not heard about National Breakfast Week, but I can tell you I am very excited about it. My mother always said, you know, breakfast is the most important meal, mm-hmm. and I have to say, you know, that Jerry, Jerry Leonard is a star, a gold star, because he is a 
phenomenal breakfast maker. And every morning when Faye gets up for school, I have to admit, it is Jerry that is up for his run and making a lovely breakfast hey, for brilliant. all of us. It's, it's, it's <laughs> sure enough, Jerry Leonard, ace musician and wonderful breakfast maker. Question is, have you ever had breakfast at Tiffany's?
in my level one public relations and comms students and I asked them, what did they have for breakfast this morning? Only 20% had any breakfast at all, which was a shocking, uh, especially as we're actually in the middle of uh, the uh, wondrousness that is uh, breakfast week. And Milk and Moore have come up with some fascinating pieces of information suggesting that actually black pudding, fried bread, tinned tomatoes and builder's tea are no longer part of the traditional full English breakfast. The only person we can ask to actually talk to us about this is, of course, that awesomely talented chef and TV presenter extraordinaire. It's Matt Tebbett. How are you, Matt? Oh, hi, how are you doing? That's a nice intro. Thank you. <laughs> well, it's always good to connect with your good self. And um, I suppose this is the impact, really, of people thinking that if they're going to have breakfast at all, they should go for a healthy option. So the avocado and veggie sausages are very much to the fore. Yeah, I mean, it just shows you sort of, you know, just modern trends, really. I mean, I'm not necessarily agreeing with them, um, but it just shows you. I mean, people still think the sort of English breakfast is alive and kicking, which is good because it needs to be. Uh, eggs are still a big, important part of it. So are sausages. But then we're flipping out things like um, black pudding, which I think is a real shame because that's again, a, a brilliant, brilliant ingredient. I love black pudding. Uh, and putting avocado on the plates instead, which I don't think has any place on an English breakfast place. Um, yeah, I, I've shared avocado with a couple of my colleagues who are passionate avocado fans, and I must admit, in the end, I've gone for a bacon butty because I just thought, no, it's not the same. Uh, but even the bacon scenario, I see that the streaky rasher is actually gone. So the notion that fat, which actually gave uh, the bacon, it's actually its taste, its flavour, has now yeah. been replaced by back bacon, uh, and indeed smoked bacon is even uh, ahead of that. So uh, e even the bacon taste is is changing, presumably. Yeah, and again, I, I kind of disagree with it because I think streaky bacon is delicious because you've got that level of fat. Um, I mean, you know, if we're worried about being sort of health conscious, I suppose maybe a full English isn't the one we should be looking at. So it's just kind of highlighting modern trends. I think people are eating later. This is, looks like more of a brunch thing to me than a, than a traditional sort of breakfast. Um, but, you know, it's what people want. Teas being swapped out for presumably some speciality coffee with some horrible syrup. Um, but, uh, but, but, you know, it's, as long as people are still eating breakfast, then that's a good thing. It's a change. And as we said, it is Breakfast Week 2022, running uh, until the 27th of March. Uh, this research by Milk and More, of course, at the heart of it. Um, Am I unusual, uh, Matt, in terms of when I actually go for a bacon sandwich, I say no to brown sauce, no to tomato sauce, but yes, please, to mustard. I do like mustard on a bacon sandwich, and yet that doesn't seem to be catered for at all. Um, that's a really nice idea. I like that a lot. Um, I tell you what, I'm quite into that squeezy American mustard uh, yeah. on a bacon sandwich. I like that little bit of sweetness. Um, for me, probably go for brown sauce every time. Yeah. I love that kind of that acidity and that sharpness. But that's that even that's falling out of favour. So I don't know what's going on in this country. It, it, it's a whole a whole new world. Okay, where can people <laughs> actually go to match to find out further details about uh, milk and more and indeed breakfast week twenty twenty two? Where would you point them? Uh, I point them to breakfastweek.co.uk where you can just look at products and you, you can look at recipes and everything breakfast related. Yeah, I see that full fat milk also down. Uh, margarine is, is, is down from that point of view. White sliced bread. Well, it's, all the it's, good it's, stuff. It's, 
<laughs> it's a tough call, but still, I suppose if it makes us healthier, he, healthier, he says yeah. with a shrug of his shoulders. Uh, Matt, <laughs> it's been awesome sharing some thoughts with your good self. Uh, we appreciate your time. Uh, huge thanks. Be well, be safe, and keep on flying the flag for streaky bacon. Matt, uh, well done. Well done. TV presenter. Huge thanks. Take care now. Yeah. Cheers. We need more people who can fly the flag for streaky bacon. What do you say, Pamela Sue Man? I mean, are you, you know, is, is that a new food fusion aspect about you know, bacon sandwich with mustard? No brown sauce, no tomato sauce, but with mustard? Mustard? That sounds really yummy. You know, I have to, I have to admit that when I grew up, we were kosher, if you can believe that. So we never had bacon. Um, but then once I got to taste them, I just fell in love, you know, partially because it's so good. They do say that it's the, the, the gateway meat for vegetarians who want to go and eat meat. And, and I love bacon. Um, American bacon is different than the kind of bacon that you have over there. I love them all. I think they're all fantastic. And I agree. You know, if you're going to have the breakfast, I mean, first of all, the, the English breakfast, the Irish breakfast, it is fantastic. You know, just... Do that and, and eat the full thing and enjoy it. Don't, don't like substitute things and make it not as fun. And then, you know, <laughs> yeah, um, on tour, I got a, we all stopped at a diner and I got a, in England, <laughs> I got a veg breakfast with a side of meat. <laughs> because they wanted my vegetables. <laughs> yeah, you need to actually hunt out those vegetables. It's very important. Uh, as has been pointed out by our top engineering producer, Ryan, in the studio, that actually the avocado is responsible of global warming as well because of the energy it takes to, to shift from one thing to the other. Ooh. Never mind. Uh, Kathy, um, now you're a happy bunny because your crossword has been solved. We've actually identified the final missing one, in case you're wondering, Pamela, what that uh, uh, Mountie Bank individual was uh, who actually had a C, uh, an R, a C, an H, an L, and an N, and a nine-letter word. Would you like to know what it was, Pamela? Oh, yes. I'm, I'm standing. Yes, I'm excited. Edge of the seat. I'm sure of it. All right. So the answer was charlatan. Yeah. Charlatan. Charlatan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Something which, thankfully, we don't have on Siren Radio, and thankfully, never really had. At least that I'm aware of. Who knows? If you know differently, write in. You know, SirenOnline.co.uk. Um, Rebecca, breakfast is it an important thing for yourself? I love breakfast. I think it really does set me up for the day. Um, I do try to be quite healthy with my breakfast, I think. Um, I try to make good choices where I can, but I agree with Pamela that every now and again you just want a big fry-up, and I don't think you should feel guilty for that. And if you want to eat meat or you want to substitute that for vegetarian or you want to make it healthier or you don't want to make it healthier, just honestly eat what makes you happy because I think especially it being at the beginning of the day, it sets you up for you know a good positive day, and I think that's important. I think you should just eat what makes you happy. Says it all, really. Uh, Pamela, I think we've identified, or at least you managed to successfully identify, it was all due to the generation of phone that you were trying to do. So maybe in the second part of the programme, part two, which will be coming around <laughs> before you know it, we might attempt again to actually connect with you via the Zoom medium. Um, because you know, the, the shaking of the heads in the studio, we thought of typical, I mean, Kathy, you thought typical New York, you know, it's, you know you, San Diego's responding well, North Carolina's responding well, New York letting the side down again. I just thought Pamela was in I for know. the dramatic introductions, like dramatic pause, everyone listen to her. I love this. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. If only I were that clever. Oh. No, no, no. We 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 sorted it out. It's the five G. So I'm told. I will see if that works. I mean, how often we have been waiting waiting for engineers, and they said, "Oh, sure, it's enough. It's the five G. The five G." I don't know why I'm putting an Irish accent on there. But yeah, it's just. I love it. It's a definite thought. Okay, be optimistic, be positive, take the five stair steps, and they'll tell you with a whole variety of wonderful things that life is going to get better. Don't worry, Kathy. you'll get your chance to give us your breakfast story before too long. But things are going to get better because guess who's online? She's joined us via Zoom. She's interconnected via the Zoom magic. It's our country music specialist. Tessa Snart is with us. How are you, Tessa? Hello, I'm very well. This is so exciting. <laughs> it is, isn't it? <laughs> Especially when we connect with New York. Are you still there, Pamela, using the telephone? 
I'm here by a telephone. Hi, Tessa. Exactly. <laughs> Pamela Suman can say hello by telephone. We might be back with her in, in video before too long. Tessa, uh, Country Music, of course, you regularly have been hosting shows. Country in the Kitchen has been the, uh, the buzz phrase that's been going out regularly on Siren. So as a graduate from the Journalism School of the uh, University of Lincoln, uh, what, the University of Lincoln, full, full stop, um, going back in time there to a different name, a different era, Lincolnshire and Humberside. Uh, Tessa, would you like to actually share with us what you've been go- doing and what you've been getting up to? Oh, goodness, yes. Well, I've just moved house, um, so it's been a really busy time. I'm now only just settling in. Um, yeah, it's been a crazy past week and a half. <laughs> But you've got to, you've got through it, and has in some way the return of the midweek drive to live transmission, live broadcasting. Because obviously the midweek drive has still been taking part over the whole uh, two years. Really, we only had a couple, I think, six, six weeks where we didn't do anything um, because we were thinking we were going to die. You know, it's understandable. We all were. Um, Tessa, uh, has this helped in some way to help the, help the motivation? Has it helped with the alsatian? Oh, it definitely has. Yeah, for mm. sure. Mm. Um, it's kind of like new beginnings, isn't it? I mean, we're on a live episode, yeah, just new house, all of that. <laughs> Very it's exciting. Great. So before we actually let Robin Pearson, because he's waiting, I know that, I could see him there, ready to actually work you out. And I know you're very excited, Rebecca, to see Robin Pearce in, in, in person, so to speak. Um, what advice would you have to Rebecca Bond, who is at the stage of her last stretch of the dissertation, the last few weeks here, she, she's been COVID generation, sometimes online, working through that. What advice would you have for Rebecca? Well, I just think you've got to keep keep going. And if there's moments where you feel like you want to give up, don't, because you are really nearly there. We all go through that. I think every every graduate or graduand, however, um, will tell you that. So just keep keep going, basically. And you have had it a lot more difficult than I guess any of the past students. I don't know how I would have coped during COVID times, um, especially doing journal- journalism because it's all technology. So you're doing really well. Just keep going. And once again, I've used that classic line of not having your microphone open. It's all right. We heard you in the background there. Like, oh, thank you very much. So it's all good. Sort that. <laughs> uh, I heard you. <laughs> yeah. Tessa has that gift of, of sight and, and so on. Uh, Tessa, let's try this as, a, as an example. What musical artist would you like us to play for your good self to introduce Robin Pierce? What would you go for? I mean, if, if oh I left goodness. it up to Robin, he'd go crazy. He'd be saying Alice Cooper and such like, don't worry. It's, it's OK. He's Welsh. Um, not Alice Cooper, that is. So, in fact, you know, Pamela might be sort of thinking, that's a change. I didn't realise Alice Cooper was actually Welsh, but still. Uh, so, <laughs> Tessa, what musical choice artist would you like us to dig out and see if they're in the system? Oh, my goodness, that is a huge question. There yeah. is so many artists to choose from. So many. And obviously, I don't want to disappoint Robin. Oh. Um, I've got to kind of pluck a, an artist out of my head now. Do I go old? Do I go new? Do I mean... Do the girls in the studio want to help me no, out? No, Tessa, here? Tessa, this is your question. It's your time. You get, you've sat where these people have, have, have... This is their first time in the studio. They've had enough stress already with what's been happening. So don't don't add to the whole thing. Kathy's still got to talk okay. about breakfast. <laughs> Why don't we go with, I don't know, Queen, a Freddie, Freddie Mercury Queen. track? Queen? Queen. Oh, no, no, don't, don't, don't give me... I mean, OK, so let's let's say you've gone for Queen. So which from the, the oeuvre of Queen are you going to go for? Under Pressure, uh, The Winner, Black Magic? Where, where, where are you going to go? Let's go Under Pressure because uh-huh. I feel like this is, you know, this is live. We're a little bit under pressure. Let's go with that one. A little, little bit under pressure. And, of course, it, it's a bonus <laughs> thing because it's not just uh, Queen. It's Queen and David Bowie. 
Uh, there we go. Little Perfect. fun factoid. This was actually the little piece of music that in many ways got me through my first undergraduate degree. So, you know, who would have thought it, eh, that you'd actually have that, that sort of sensitivity of uh, tracks that we're actually hearing, that we're playing, that's coming through as the, the build-up comes. And we say you're listening to Siren Radio. Uh, it's coming up to 6 o'clock. Don't worry, we're running through with the midweek drive. Another 3,600 seconds or so to actually go. It's not Ice Ice Baby, but he uses the same riff. It is Queen, it is David Bowie, and they are under pressure. Slashed and torn
when we were putting together the list of people we wanted to, we on the show and the, uh, the kind of the first show back, the first show back live, we kind of had a wish list, as you do, of these kind of things. And you know, obviously, great to see many of those faces have been put together. But we've got an added bonus, an added bonus online. I wonder if Robin Pierce can identify the voice of the next soul who's going to join us via the medium of the telephone. Because he can't be seen, she can't be seen that sort of way. Mystery voice, would you like to actually just introduce yourself and effectively... Well, no, don't say who you are, because that'd be crazy. Would you like to give a little clue as to who you might be, mystery voice? Um, hello, I am hmm. driving around the country to see some sick ponies. She is driving around the country to see some sick ponies. I know, just when you thought it couldn't get any better after National Breakfast Week... Driving around the country to see some sick ponies. Tessa, any idea as to who we might have be welcoming on to our, our studio who's driving around the country after a gap of well over a year uh, since he was last part of this whole sequence? Who, who could this possibly be? Oh, well over a year. Oh, you see, when I heard the voice, I was thinking Emma Tinson, but now I think I might be wrong, especially you, because you mentioned horses. Yeah, you would be. Jessica? Completely oh, wrong. it's Jessica. No. Ben. <laughs> No, There's no. So many I mean, of us. Yeah. Ben Lewis and Jessica Burt is also there. No, it's it's Robin. Have you got any idea? Is it Zoe? <gasps> Zoe Jameson's back with the show. How are you, Zoe? And she's gone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think I put her off. We were all there. We're all sorted through there. Zoe, are you still driving around? No. Uh, so there we are. Uh, and, and, and it was going so well uh, until she actually would... Uh, never mind. Uh, but the good news is Ben Lewis can actually do a very good Zoe Jameson impression. Can you not, Ben? I can try my best. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. We'll work our way back. That Jessica Burtis, of course, with us. Robin, we come to you first ahead of uh, the Kathy Manso breakfast story. It will happen. Don't worry. Would you like to actually share with us what you have made listening in Wales to this first resumption of live studio transmissions of the Midweek Drive. First of all, what a thrill to be back. It was two years ago, and I was on that show, where we put the live broadcast to bed because Boris Johnson told us that the country was shutting down. We had no idea where we'd go from there. Um, I remember you doing a broadcast or a recording from a hospital wearing mm. a hazmat suit, mm. looking like something out of Lost in Space. Mm. Mm. Um, but what a thrill to be back. And, you know, looking at my screen, which the audience obviously can't see, all I can say is, hail, hail, the gang's all here. It's great to see everybody. I'm sorry to have missed Gene Bruce Scott and Bill Coles, but yay, we're back. So the, the, first, the first hour... Um, well, your, your musical choices were a bit patchy, weren't they, Alex? What? What? You what? played, you played... Pamela Suman, patchy. The worst ELO track they ever recorded. But they're I'm alive! I'm alive with, you know... From Xanadu! John just prancing around in Xanadu yeah. makes me want to gouge my eyes out with a spoon. Let it go, let it go, Robin. Spoon! Anyhow... Um, but you made up for it. You played some Pamela Suman. You you played the song that I like best from Guardians of the Galaxy. Ooh, baby. You made up for it. You redeemed yourself. Yeah, you it's not where you start, it's where you finish, Robin. That's what I always say. Right then. Um, you asked the panel 
their wish for humanity. Mm. And th there were some, some really uplifting uh, sentiments. Mm. And, um, and that's I all you can say. <laughs> would, would, would anybody like to hear what my wish for humanity Let's is? Let's ask Ben. Ben, would you like to hear what Robin's wish for humanity is? The reason I'm asking Ben is because Ben's father is Welsh, so he might have a bonding here. I'm just saying. I love that that's the only link. That's the only reason why you picked that. Well, you know, but, you're uh, a on, whoa, 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 whoa. Are you distancing yourself from me, Ben? Not Is quite. Is what not you're quite. doing? Not quite. Although, uh, judging by the uh, the rugby at the weekend, I think uh, anyone would want to distance himself from being Welsh at the moment, right? <laughs> you, you're probably talking to the one guy in all of Wales who could not care less for sports. <laughs> well, then uh, we must hear. We must hear. My wish for humanity is that we would grow the hell up and stop waging needless wars and invading countries that we have no business invading. That's my wish. Yeah. Now then. That goes out to you, Vladimir. Um, Absolutely, it does. Um, National Breakfast Week. Yes, I celebrate National Breakfast Week every day. I participate by eating it. But I don't know that I've ever put mustard on a bacon sandwich, though I am intrigued enough to try. Uh, if anybody cares, my personal favourite accompaniment in a bacon sandwich is a fried egg. Um... Basically, this is what I'm taking away from all that so far. Yeah. Now, for the rest of the hour, are, are you guys going to try and impress me further? Are you going oh. to do better than the first hour? Well, Pamela just has to unfreeze herself, and, and all's good with the world. T Pamela, are, are you now unfrozen? Are you back with us? Would you like to quiz Ben, who's been a bit of an absentee, it has to be said, although he did turn up in person live on campus a few weeks ago, and the, the celebrations, the rejoicing that was actually had by students throughout the whole world was, well, indeed, phenomenal, really. Anyway, Pamela, who do you wish to chat to? Who do you wish to speak to? Everyone, can I be heard? Am I there? Yes, you, I... you've, you've, oh. Jerry has fixed your internet connection problem, Pamela. So all's well once again. Yeah, and you can actually see him in the back. Do you know what he's doing? He's he's doing taxes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you see, Jerry Leonard, musician, keeping it real. He does the taxes and fixes the five G connection. That's well, that's great stuff. And makes breakfast. Genius. Um. Yeah, I, you know, I would say I'd, I'd love to, to go around and, and ask everyone the same question, which is, how are you at the moment with all the craziness that's going on? How is like your your landscape? Like, how are you dealing with it all and staying beautiful and positive, which you all are? So maybe starting with the girls in the studio. Hello. Hi, I'm, I'm one of the girls <laughs> in the studio. <laughs> beautiful voice we're hearing right now oh thank you um i'm doing all right <laughs> i mean how else can you be in this crazy world that we call earth i guess um how am i handling it i'm thankfully distracted by grad school that's typically my number one priority right now uh if i'm not reading a hundred other things but i guess um just staying informed just trying to do a little bit for yourself Ooh, you've held something up and i just can't see it from here I'm so sorry. <laughs> but um, yeah, just trying to take care of yourself, trying to be healthy, uh, trying to keep on with tasks and, you know, just the balance of it. Some days are going to be better. Some days are not always. And you just kind of have to do the best with what you got. 
And we'll move on to the second girl in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't know if my mic was on. I didn't want to start unless there was a little hey, voice in Re- the background. Re- Re- Rebecca, please. You could be more than a little voice in the background. Exactly. Oh, so sweet. Thank you. That's, that's it. I'll just move on. That's all I need. I'm joking. Um, yeah, so I'm more or less the same. I've just been drowning in dissertation work. I'm in like the final push of my final year at university. So just really trying to get that out of the way now and enjoying every moment, uh, might I add. And just as actually Tessa had some very sage words of advice, we might yes. also have some more sage words of advice now, assuming she hasn't crashed by <laughs> Zoe Jameson. Zoe, are you back with us now? I am indeed, yes. Marvellous. So, <laughs> you, you graduated, in fact, you had your graduation ceremony, uh, obviously online, virtually. You got your honours qualification from the Royal Veterinary College. You're out about it. What have you been doing? Uh, because not only do you actually look after sick ponies, you also run your own Zoe Olivia Jameson uh, gift card scenario. So what have you been getting up to? We need to know. Fun fact, actually, uh, the last time we had a midweek drive excursion to London, it was yourself and Ben Lewis and Richard Fitzwilliams, who we would have actually had on this show, Ben, but in the end I thought we needed to actually get in some room for people to speak. And frankly, we'd opened up Richard Richard's microphone, it would have just taken another full 7,200 seconds. Let's face it, it's, it's what he does. <laughs> so, so hold back, Richard, your time will come. Uh, ben. Um, you've gone through all sorts of things. Share with us, what are you doing? What are you getting involved with? Robin needs to know. He's been regularly asking me every time we actually do a Resonance Rewind, what's happened to Ben Lewis, he's been saying. Oh, I don't doubt. Uh, I'm currently in um, in, uh, in the office in Soho at the moment, uh, working away. Um, I think it's going to be a bit of a late night tonight. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, we've got a, a global launch next week of a, uh, a new SUV. Um, so that'll be very exciting. Um, we've also uh, obviously had to, like most people, um, most businesses had to deal with the Ukraine situation, uh, particularly from a car perspective, which is, uh, as you can imagine, been quite difficult. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's going well. It's all, and we've had a few sort of drive events as well with um, Rolls Royce and a few other names too. So it's been, yeah, very up and down, very exciting. Uh, lots going on. Um, and uh, sort of coming up summer now, which is when the sort of main events all happen mm-hmm. uh, and the big car shows. So. Yeah, lots, lots, lots going on. And of course, you used to be a regular midweek driver. You used to regularly be in the studio. You used to sort all manner of bits and pieces out. Um, this is the first time in their entire lives, Kathy and uh, Rebecca have actually been in the studio with me, and they've managed to survive uh, an hour and twelve minutes. Which I think is extraordinary. Um, so, so, what thoughts would you actually have to, to, to share in terms of what they should be doing in, 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 in subsequent weeks? Oh, subsequent weeks. Yeah. Uh, make sure you have coffee uh, if you're going to do the morning shift. Uh, no. also... more, more is pre-recorded these days, Ben. We, we, we moved oh, on since then. I'll see GT way around the system there. Uh, I would, yeah, I would recommend uh, having that and uh, and just ensuring as well if, if the phone goes off that someone's there to be able to pick it up for, for Alex whilst he's talking on air because <laughs> I've had to do my fair share of that. Yeah, it's normally PR agencies desperate to get their people on the show, but never mind, that's all right. I'm checking when the people are on the show, but actually they are going to be on the show. So they've got no faith these days, really. It's just ridiculous. I mean, well, anyway. Um, Tessa, 
who would you like to, to, to speak to about life, the universe, and so on? I mean, I, I feel in terms of bridging areas, uh, Jessica and Robin have kind of kept the flag flying, uh, joined by the Americans in, in terms of, obviously, Kathy and Pamela. Uh, Rebecca just left us halfway through the pandemic, and I just thought, where, where's she gone? But she's back now, so that's all good. <laughs> it's, it's, so who would you like to speak to, Tessa, or questions? Oh. Oh, goodness. Well, we'll go to uh, Jeff and Robin, because uh, I don't think they've spoken too much yet. So I don't know how are you both doing. You have, like Alex has said, you've kind of kept the the, the radio and the audio going. Kept the midweek drive long... going. Yeah. Exactly. So, week I in, mean, week out. Whether, you are troopers. <laughs> whether they're in Ireland or not. Actually, Ben, fun fact, Robin has, actually has an SUV. And if, it, if your new launch of the SUV is called Blue Thunder, he might be first in the queue. Just saying, just a thought. I'd just like to ask Ben, you know, can you get me a staff discount? Uh, no, uh, the short answer, no. Uh, I don't even get a staff discount, so uh, unfortunately uh, we're both in the uh, in the trouble there, I suppose. You, you wouldn't want an SUV in, in Wales anyway. Sorry, Tessa, carry on. No, that's OK. Robin, I'll come to you first because I feel like we've not spoken in ages. Um, so how have you been doing? It, uh, doing? How is it over there in Wales? Well... We're kind of um, waiting until Friday to see what our glorious leader um, says, you know, whether we're still uh, retaining masks and self-isolation. Uh, I have my own feelings of, on that because despite being triple vaccinated and, and uh, wearing a mask, which, which I feel actually gives me an air of mystery, um, and, uh, you know, wash my hands regularly, which I did anyway, because, hey, I'm not a pig. Um, I still managed to catch COVID. So, you know. And, uh, and how was severe one, was that? The one Robin, surely it was a case of COVID caught you. I mean, let's get the pro- propositions right here. I mean, that, 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 that pesky COVID said, oh, Robin Pierce, we haven't seen him for some time. Let's go. Yeah. It was just another thing I survived. Actually, for me personally, though I know that other people have suffered far worse, it was basically halfway between a cold and the flu. And at its worst, it lasted about two days and then it started to ease off. took me about 10 days to get a a full um, negative reading. But other than that, um, you know, I've gotten by. Uh, Basically, I am actually optimistic by by nature, rather than pessimistic. So I avoid avoid that black hole of despair. Um, And basically, I've, I've been like a hermit in the room that you see me in right now, surrounded by my books, my DVDs, my CDs, my comic books, my my everything. <laughs> Zoe, uh, are you still with us? Are we still connecting? Have you been listening to this? Have you got anything to add? And how have you been coping with the ponies during lockdown? I haven't been to her yet. I'm actually just navigating my way to one now. So um, it never really stopped, which is great. But yeah. I mean, the the thing I like about this, Zoe, is you've taken this quite literally, and that's why you get bonus points, because the midweek drive is clearly about this particular drive time, <laughs> and Zoe is actually driving. I mean, it's fair to say, Robin, Ben, Jessica, Jessica has been in a car before, she's actually reported live, but, you know, she's, she's safe now, Pamela, uh, and of course, the studio team, and Tessa, all static, but you, you're out there, but thankfully, in a safe routine, you're not doing the call whilst actually driving you're just in the car at present whereabouts are you zoe i'm um just driving past um the harland and wolf 
She's in Belfast. She's dr- driving past the Harland and Wolf cranes in Belfast. <sighs> you know, every just bonus after bonus. Kathy, would you? Well, I'll, ask, I'll ask Zoe because I think she deserves a little bit of extra bonus credit. This. Would you like to hear Kathy's breakfast story? Oh my goodness. Oh yes, please. I can't believe it's my time to shine. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm not sorry, but Ben is very excited by this. I can tell. You know, I'm seeing him now. In fact, I was even waving at him. He couldn't see me because I'm off camera. It's okay. Don't worry. <laughs> well, first of all, I just I'm a breakfast professional. I don't know how you guys feel about that, but it is the most important meal. That's why we have brunch. It's celebrated by all. Um, and if you get a lunch item at brunch, what are we really doing here? I just don't understand. But um, and I'm also not against the mustard with streaky bacon. I just think that's lunch and not breakfast. That's my honest opinion about it. Um, <laughs> we lost we, so. We, we, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's enough. I mean, like the message has come across from from the Irish jury. You know. I should have kept my story to ten seconds. I'll learn my lesson now. It's on me. <laughs> but my my breakfast story is just that. Have you guys ever had? A proper bagel bagel sandwich. Okay, let's, let, let's just uh, let's try somebody who I think might have Pamela Sue. Well, maybe not Pamela Sue Man in New York. A proper bagel bagel sandwich. I've had a bagel sandwich, but is that a bagel inside of a bagel? No, no, no. no. <laughs> You're going too deep. It's an open face bagel sandwich mm. because it's just and- too great to keep it closed. Oh. And they call it Bagel Bagel? Yes, they do call it Bagel Bagel. That was, that's it. It's like New York, New York, because it's so good you had to name it twice. Okay, I, I'm curious about this. Um, because if I went down to my local food locks and I said, could I have a Bagel Bagel sandwich? Would they understand? I'm not sure. I can't. We could barely understand what you were saying, Pamela. <laughs> Lord knows. I mean, look, I know New York, and if you say, give me a bagel bagel, they'll be like, a what, what? Um, so maybe not. No, a bagel bagel, what, what is something yeah. completely different. You know, what, what, and clearly. So, uh, ben, I mean, you're... you're... I, have, I have one thing to add. On an everything bagel. And everything bagel is absolutely correct. You're the winner of today's breakfast challenge. <laughs> uh, Jessica, I don't want to sort of spoil the, the fun here, but you know, this could beat sweet tea and boiled boiled mushrooms. But are you a bagel bagel person? Um, I'm a I'm a bagel plain bagel with just butter person. I am a plain Jane bagel fan. Um, it's a classic and unbeatable. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am interested in the bagel bagel sandwich. I don't think it can ever top sweet tea or boiled peanuts, though. I, I don't, I don't think that can happen. I mean, but you know, but... I love you, Jess, but I strongly disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's test um, Ben. I mean, again, as a culinary expert, as, as somebody who has worked through this whole process, do you feel the bagel bagel is something which needs to be maybe raised in Parliament? I don't know. I mean, the, I'm doing much today. What's the budget? Uh, I'm not. I'm not actually aware of what a bagel bagel is. I mean, feel free to educate me there. Um, oh, I mean, there is a, there's a really nice bagel factory store type thing around the corner here in Soho, and they do sort of rainbow coloured ones and stuff. But um, oh, that's impressive. Yeah, there's uh, yeah. I, I mean, I think I think there's a few places as well that get there's from Brick Lane. There's, there's a 24 hour bagel shop there. 24, uh, 24 hour, hour bagel shop. 65 days a year. Okay. As well, so, okay. Uh, I mean, yeah. Tessa, do you feel out of it in, uh, you know, just outside Peterborough? Do, do they have a lack of bagels in, in the Peterborough zone? I mean, I'm partial to a bagel, you know, like afternoon tea where you can have salmon and cream cheese and things like that. But I was just Googling a bagel bagel, but I've come across a bagel burger. 
Huh? Oh no. <laughs> That's a Anyone little more extreme. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Re- Rebecca, Norwich Spiegel Burgers, or is it a case of no? It's got it's nothing to do with Bird and Matthews at all. Right? No, no, never heard of it. Beautiful, uh, Robin. Uh, we come to you, <laughs> Welsh jury. I mean, you're you're a culinary expert. Do you think bagels will they fly if you throw them hard I enough? I love bagels. I absolutely love bagels. I'll I'll eat them with butter, with cream cheese. I'll eat them toasted. I'll make a sandwich out of them. I'm not sure about the open bagel sandwich because how do you keep all that stuff in? You need the lid on and you need to apply pressure to keep everything from sliding into your lap. I absolutely agree with you. That's a very valid concern. I guarantee you this way does provide a situation where it will not fall on your lap. Okay. I am intrigued by a bagel burger and I can see one of those in my near future. Um, mm. Just, just because I now know it exists. Mm. But, I mean, but um, if I can ask Tessa one question, the bagel has a hole in it. Yeah, does the I, meat I, patty also have a hole in it? And if so, do I eat the bit that I've just cut out? Well, don't take my word for it. I've just googled, and a picture of a bagel with a burger in it has popped up. So I don't even know if that's the correct. <laughs> for the bagel but um i'm guessing because the bagel's flat it kind of covers, <laughs> covers the whole type thing so, so it, in the it very near future i need to try a bagel burger and a bacon sandwich with english mustard on it mm. yeah okay all right yeah my yeah. heart doesn't thank you the rest of me does in in, in the sort of immortal words of philip herdwood as i said in the immortal words of philip Who's herdwood he- Thank you, Philip. ...together an audio show which entertains and educates the globe is a piece of cake. When you've got the Midweek Drive and Midweek Drive Morning Edition teams on the case for Siren 107.3 FM and sirenonline.co.uk. Clearly it's not a piece of cake. It's a piece of bagel. It's important. Uh, Ben, would you like to throw some questions at the team? I mean, it's time for you to wear that interrogator's hat before we actually go in to find out what our spring resolutions are and whether you've actually got any resolutions for spring that you've decided you're going to keep because the New Year resolutions basically have given up. Yeah, well, I guess uh, it's a a mixture because obviously I've not not been on for a little while. But um, has has anyone taken part in Lent, for example? I just wanted to to find out that. It's what you give up. It's it's an important side of things. It's the the passage to the resurrection. It's very sorry. I'm making assumptions here. Carry on. Um, uh, I mean, what about you, Jessica? Lent. Yeah, so I um, I've always I've heard that Lent is meant to it's not meant to be like a um, you give up something to like just suffer for a bit. I guess it's meant to give up something that's kind of a bad habit that isn't that you really enjoy but isn't really good for you, so that you can hopefully improve your life and reflect more on yourself um, and relationship with God if that's your thing. So I gave up Reddit because it was wasting too much of my time, and I feel like every time I go on social media now, it makes me like anxious or I get upset about something so I've been trying to give up Reddit and just spend time on um, like exercising instead or um, I've been volunteering at this like bird sanctuary so I've been trying to spend time on that instead and that's actually been really nice it's really hard but really fun (laughs) it's a spiritual journey and indeed according to Buddhists life is all about the suffering very important Uh, Tessa I mean I suppose moving house has has been sort of a a Lenten penance enough for yourself really perhaps 
Yeah, it really has. I understand why people say it's kind of the most stressful, one of the most stressful times. It really has been. But I think I can relate to Jess. Um, I've not really been on social media that much with the move for over a week and a half now. And that that is good for me because I, I do like Instagram. Um, and obviously my dog has an Instagram account. I'm constantly publishing content. Um, but I've given myself a break and it's actually been really, really nice to just take a step back. Yeah. Rebecca, Blint. Um, I hadn't really associated it with um, Lent, but I mm. feel like I need to make a more conscious effort to do that now. But I'm exactly the same as Tessa and Jess. I think taking a step back from, I think just being at a screen 24-7 as well has just really helped. I mean, I'm sat at my laptop six to eight hours a day doing my dissertation. So to then retreat to a phone, it just doesn't make any sense. So mm. I have been trying to indulge a lot more in you know, books when I get my spare time and also being, you know, with fitness and things like that. So, yeah, I feel like I should associate that more with Lent and make a more conscious effort, certainly. Mm -hmm. Pamela? Well, I, you know, I... <laughs> that says it all. Uh, Robin? <laughs> well, <laughs> Wait a I, minute! I, I... <laughs> I was just... <laughs> go on, go on, Pamela. It's okay. I'm still on the bagels. Um... <laughs> It's a time zone difference. It must be yeah, strange, but still, life Spring. continues. <laughs> Spring cleaning. That's what I equated. Good. Like, I, I think you're, you're absolutely right. And we'll find out what Robin's things are in the next side of the whole sequence, our final <laughs> segment. When I say Robin's things, they are mighty in the extreme. Uh, Tessa, would you like to throw those last two questions at Ben Lewis, please? Because he might have to leave us now. Oh, okay. Ben, I've got to try and remember this. Um, have you enjoyed your, I'm going to say Zoomer, mm. on the midweek drive? Factually correct. Evening. I have, thank you. First ever live Zoomer. Live to the great audience yes. of Lincoln and the world. Uh, and will you be returning again soon? Indeed I will. Thank you very much for having me so, on. Ben, enjoy the product nice launch. See you all. And remember, if you have got any discount at all, Robin is first in line for that uh, particular discount, I'm just saying. Just I'll, I'll let you know. I'll keep you updated. Don't worry. <laughs> it's important. Um, Tessa, Glenn Campbell, I'm throwing this back to traditional country lines from this. Uh, Tessa, are you going to go for true grit or try a little kindness? What's your choice? Definitely try a little kindness because we all need to do that. Do you know, if you try a little kindness, then you overlook the blindness of the narrow-minded people in the narrow-minded world. It was almost so perfect, and then the machine decided, ah, can't be bothered. Oh, well. If you see your brother standing by the road With a heavy load From the seeds he sowed And if you see your sister falling by the way Stop and say when you're going the wrong way. Instead of doubt And the kind 
putting out the rubbish in good time, sorting out the rubbish, budgeting better, reading more books, spending more time on hobbies, spending more time outdoors, going to bed earlier, eating more healthily, walking 10,000 steps a day, spending less time on your phone and exercising more frequently. All very positive habits, which maybe you started off 2022 thinking that's what I'm going to do. Well, don't worry, it's not too late. There is a possibility of having a spring revolution and a spring resolution for all sorts of other areas and to throw us into ways in which we are delighted to welcome from the sustainable packaging organization Beyond the Box, the awesomely talented Andy Barniston with us today. How are you, Andy? Thank you, I'm very well. Pleasure to be on your show. Well, uh, absolute delight, Andy. Now, share with us this particular area, which clearly when it comes to the sustainability, which I think at heart, most people really want to be seen as being more sustainable, more helpful in terms of daily routines. Um, is it a case of, well, the journey of a thousand miles starts with a few single steps and those are the kind of changes we can start implementing to introduce those positive habits into our routine? I think that's exactly it. We have to take a first step on the big journey. We've done this research. We are beyond the box. We're a consumer organization primarily designed to inform people about cardboard packaging, but we've done research into these habits. And I was quite surprised to find out that this is the time when resolutions stick. We all know about our New Year's resolutions, and I, for one, uh, am not very good at keeping them. But this is the time, apparently, when people like to make resolutions, spring resolutions. We don't talk about it, but apparently this is the time when people make the resolutions that stick. The weather that we're seeing today, it's been glorious today, and the weather we're promised in the next few days, people, they're inspired. They want to do something different. And our research has found that three quarters of people really want to change their habits, be more positive, be better, be better for the environment. They want to exercise more. They want to think more about their diet and they want to do things like recycling. Mm. And that's really where we come in because we're saying, please make sure you do your recycling. It is really important. And we've been looking at the habits that people have and how we can encourage them to do more. I'm intrigued about spending less time on our phones. Now, I suspect that's not to have telephonic conversations. It's just that persistent notion of scrolling through the latest social media sites to effectively pass the time of day, etc. And indeed, digital detoxing is important. I'm sure you'd agree. Absolutely. Absolutely, I do. I'm a great fan of getting out in the fresh air, especially on a day like this. Uh, we can combine all these good habits together. You can get away from the screen time by going out for a walk or, or cycle or run or swim or whatever you choose to do. But get out and do something and just take a bit, a bit of a step forward. And I don't know about 10,000 steps. I'm sure there's very good reason for that figure. But I would say just do a bit more than you did yesterday. And tomorrow, do a bit more than you did today and just improve and get that in, into that habit of doing the, the, the exercise and think about diet and think about cutting screen time and think about a bit of fresh air. Change all these habits for your own goods, but also many of them lead into the environment as well. Good diets with less food miles can be good for the environment. It's an old maxim when we're saying pre-pandemic, think uh, farmyards, not food miles. Absolutely. Um, it needs to be uh, addressed to that. And of course, the beauty of uh, the Midweek Drive and, and Radio and Siren Radio is, of course, you can listen to us whilst doing that exercise. You can take us out with you. You can listen to that whole side of things there. So you can go along with that particular encouragement. Um, 
as you said, Andy, this this shift into spring resolutions, I suppose back in the day, this is, and in many cases, this is the start of a whole new year and so on. And that stickability uh, is important. Would you say that actually uh, ensuring that those new positive habits, I mean, I think it's something like three weeks, if you can do 21 days getting into that habit, then it will actually stick. Is that something which we almost need to mark down and say, okay, this uh, new approach I'm actually taking in terms of, well, let's say, um, eating more healthily is going to start today and it'll continue. Uh, yes, I, I think we just need to, to set our goals and to stick to them. There are a number of rules that are uh, the psychologist that we've been working with, Dr. Kiran, she's advised us a number of rules and it's about setting yourself a clear goal for your habit. It's about understanding to you why that habit is going to be important. And it's about starting in a small way and then building on it. It's about setting yourself a reminder and then it's about repeating. And if we can work through those those five steps, then the habits will come. Mm -hmm. And, and we need to, to look at so many areas. Think about doing a little bit better with your exercise today and improving tomorrow and the day after. And so once you've done it for a few weeks, hoping that the weather will continue and, and encourage us to be out there, then you're in the habit of that, that, that lunchtime walk or, or whatever it is. And, and get into the habit of recycling. And I'm not sure lots of uh, listeners are already doing their recycling and, and good for them. I'm pleased to say that, that in your region, you're ahead of the national average on recycling. So, so good for you. But there's always it's Lincoln Green, obviously. That's, hey, that's very good. Lincoln Green, very good. Um, and the important thing is that you think about: Can I be better at recycling? And there's a good chance that that, that, that listeners can be, because it, not everyone flattens their cardboard boxes when they go in recycling. It's quite important that you do that. You can make better use of your recycling bin. Try, if you can, to make sure that it's dry. Hopefully the bin's got a lid or the bag, whatever you put it into, can be sealed. Keep that cardboard dry. We can still use it if it gets wet, but it's much preferred to keep it dry. And search out those boxes around the house. You've probably got a few from the online deliveries that you've had recently. Bring them out of the garage, bring them out of the loft, wherever they are. If you're not using them, please, please get them in recycling so we can make new boxes out of the old boxes. Now, certainly in terms of flattening those cardboard boxes, there's a, a fairly well-known company run by or founded originally by Jeff Bezos, who are notorious for, for some of their additional packaging. And it's astounding how sometimes you can actually uh, see folk desperately try to struggle to, to round the actual box in, flatten it first. It actually makes greater sense and presumably it, it it's much better for the environment uh, as well. And it is important to flatten because sometimes a box will be big and if you buy a new TV or a computer, the box is going to be big because the product inside is big and the box has a, the, the packaging has a job to do to protect the, the, the product. Sometimes you'll have a big box. So do please flatten it. Take a moment perhaps to tear it up. That's not a problem for us. Where it's got a, a big fold, you, you flatten it, you, you tear it, you do whatever you need to to get it in that box. I know that sometimes there's a lot of cardboard to recycle. Maybe you have to spread it over a couple of collections. But uh, please, please do everything you can to recycle. Do what it takes because we do need the material. And thanks to Andy Barmston for that uh, insight. And for me, actually, coming up with the quote of the uh, programme, really, sometimes the box is big. Isn't that right, Phil Lerner? Sometimes that box is big. Uh, who can answer that one off the top of their head uh, after being <laughs> it, it for the first time in two years? Uh, I found that interview fascinating. I mean, so important to recycle. That's why, as you know, I've been recycling jokes for the better part of a decade. 
And uh, I would take exception to this idea, though, that uh, the journey of a thousand miles begins with a but a few steps. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Uh, I'm in film production, and the journey of a thousand miles begins with a journey of a thousand miles. It's called location scouting. We go, we travel the entire state up and down to find the spots where we film, and then we go back the very next week and we do the travel all over again. Uh, it's why I'm not getting any younger, but I am getting more insane. Welcome. Exactly. In your old slot, of course, Bill. This was uh, Phil, even Bill. <laughs> it's very Bill, strange. Phil. <laughs> hey, why is it that uh, there, there haven't been people in that studio for, for more than two years now? Why is that? Rebecca, can you answer that question? <laughs> COVID. <laughs> COVID was the simple answer that I'm sure you heard me shout in the background there. It's, it's been a while since we've all been back, but I think it's been a nice transition to get back into university and now I'm back in the studio and, well, say back, this is my first time here, I'm back with you lovely people. Well, congratulations on being back. It, it, the studio there is wonderful. I may have sat in that very seat. Imagine that. Doesn't that thrill, thrill you to know that? Um, but uh, this COVID thing you're talking about, I'm in America. I don't think we've heard of that. What <laughs> no, is that? L- I, don't, I don't watch the news. I don't watch the news. So I, um, yeah. yeah. I mean, Kathy, as, as an American now based in Lincoln, England, you know, can you assist Phil in this sign of things? That we, it's a kind of little bug that was going around. I oh, believe. no, yeah, sure. I can definitely explain the confusion. I, too, was confused as I'm from Florida. So Phil understands. Um, and then I arrived here. And, oh, right, there's a serious problem. And then there wasn't a serious problem. And then there was a serious problem. And now there isn't a serious problem. So we're allowed to be back in the studio. So it's just like, you know, the bigger people making decisions. You know, I feel like in the UK, just give it 15 minutes. There will be a serious problem. (laughs) Absolutely true. What Um, is, uh, boy, this AI that we call Alex Lefchuk uh, sounds fantastic. Yeah, the uh, engineers had to work very hard to get the algorithms to say the right words at the right time, really. But, you know, it's what happens. It's what happens, honestly. Uh, America currently actually having four members of the Midwick Drive, uh, Britain having three. Wonderful. So there we are. You won. Pamela, have you got any questions you'd like to put to Phil? Because I know you were very impressed with the jingles that Phil voiced for New York Real Talk, which has gone out on this very station and will, of course, continue to go out on this station. Well, it's it's so wonderful to see you, Phil. It's been so very long since I've seen you on your screen. I'm not sure where you're living, where you are, what's going on, what sort of world domination you have based upon, um, you know. Well, <laughs> I, I do try to amuse and conquer, uh, but in answer to all the other questions, where do I live, what am I doing, what day of the week it is, I any of those things. I just know that Crystal Palace is in the semifinal of the FA, Alex. Mm, yes. And, uh, are you a Man City fan? Is yes, that true? yes. Absolutely. So aren't we? Are we facing each other? Is Not as yet. We will be if we both beat our respective opposition. If Crystal Palace were to beat Chelsea, uh, formerly Chelsea, but of course they've lost their Russian sponsorship because of reasons, um, and I might be going by Americans shortly. Um, and of course we've also got to beat Liverpool, who are run by Americans. But there we are. So, so for the Americans on here, or even uh, my friends across the pond, or Robin wonder, in Wales, who doesn't care about football. Uh, Anyway, who doesn't before. care at all exactly and wonders why i would even care about uh british football let alone crystal palace it's because i used to drink at a bar uh that was a, a, a british pub in santa monica and the the bartender used to be a goalkeeper for crystal palace wow. a long time ago so he said to he me goals. One time, he, goals. He, he said to me one time so what's your what's your squad what's your club 
And I'm no idiot. I mean, the guy serves me drinks, so I said Crystal Palace. Mm -hmm. And I learned that they had, like, were the only premier team that had never won a cup. And I thought, well, this is perfect. This is the true American spirit of supporting the underdog. You know, the American spirit of, of decades ago before we were all about backing bullies. But uh, I thought, well, this is perfect. This is like the Chicago Cubs then. This is all root for them. They'll be, they'll be, and the very first year I rooted for them, they, they got relegated and they weren't even on TV here anymore. So uh, it's hard being me, I guess, is the theme of this story. And it's not easy yeah. being green, as Kermit once said. What? Who is this Alex Leftrick that we keep hearing <laughs> but not seeing? I see all these beautiful co-presenters, these talented co-presenters, and but I just keep hearing this AI Alex Leftrick breathing. <laughs> I'm so, well, I'm sorry. I'll try and re, I'll try and resist the breathing habit. It's very messy, and I obviously. If need you to. look closely, though, at the corner of the screen, occasionally you might see a hand. There it is. <laughs> that, for the benefit of the listener, was the hand with the pen. I thought I'd give it a little bonus. It's quite there. authoritative. The hand yeah. with the pen. Um, Jessica, uh, it's time for you to actually uh, pull rank on these uh, wonderful sort of folk, etc. And as, as somebody who became a midweek driver authentically when you're over here doing your exchange, went through the whole pandemic, who would you like to throw a few questions at? And what questions would you like to put? Well, I haven't seen Phil in a good while, so I'd like to know how your march has been like what have you been up to what projects are you doing so i am going to take this story back way back when to february remember when we were all so much younger and we <laughs> relished in our youth i went on my honeymoon finally after Yay! three years of marriage in february and we went to hawaii and it never fails when i'm in hawaii somebody calls and says uh we have a job for you and i say great when does it start they say what time are you back and so I got back and immediately hit the ground running on uh, some commercials for Amtrak, which is the trail line here in, in, uh, in the U.S., and specifically the Pacific Surfrider, which is one of the most beautiful train routes anywhere in the world. It hugs the coast of California. And it, it was traditionally the second most popular rail line here in uh, the United States. Uh, riding at about 94% occupancy, which is almost unheard of in America because we're not a big train culture. But coming out of the pandemic, they're riding at 3% occupancy. So they're in a lot of trouble. And so uh, I'm doing these spots to try to help people rediscover the joys of, of, of rediscovering joy on a train. And uh, they're due at the end of this month because they're desperate. So this is what I've been doing. I've been uh, location scouting and filming and uh, taking stills and now uh, starting to edit. Uh, that's my, my story. And if I'm allowed to dovetail that with a question, I've been off social media for a while and I'm dying to find out what uh, my friend Robin Pierce thought of the Batman because mm. I haven't seen it yet. Mm. Mm. It's a bit of a downer, Phil. I'm afraid he's only seen it twice, maybe a third time but since we last spoke. Anyway, Robin, over to you. Um, as a Batman fan since 1966, I would say that this, in all seriousness, is the most perfectly realised superhero movie I have seen. And I believe I've seen them all. The score, the pacing, it's a three-hour film, 
Um, I was one of those people that thought Robert Pattinson never in a million years. But then again, in 89, I was the same guy who said, Michael Keaton, no way, he's Beetlejuice for crying out loud. But um, it's it's a far deeper film than you would suspect. And it also kind of explores which is the real guy. Is, is, is Bruce Wayne the disguise for Batman or is Batman... Is it the other way around? Um, I, I love the rough and ready homemade look of everything from his costume to the Batmobile. Um, it's not exactly slick. It's as if somebody gave him the body of a sports car and he built it himself. Um, the the Riddler, you can kind of sympathize with him. He's more of um, an anarchist than Frank Gorshin prancing around in green ballet shoes. So all in all, I, I would give it and almost unprecedented because I can always find something wrong with a superhero film because I'm a purist and this is pure gold. Uh, so just a, a follow-up comment and question for you, Robin. Uh, first of all, I like to think I have the body of a sports car. <laughs> Secondly, uh, How's the chassis what, there, Phil? <laughs> what, what I've heard, uh, it's got a lot of mileage on it, man. But, um, what, uh, but all original factory parts still. The, uh, the the what I've heard and I, I, I'm curious about this is that finally there's a Batman film that puts the detective in detective comics that it that it feels like a detective story and that excites that is me exactly no end. right. There are two elements at play here. It is a detective story because we can't forget that in the comics he is the world's greatest detective, and for the first time in a movie he gets to show it. He is on a case. Lieutenant Gordon, not a commissioner yet, has to run interference to get him to crime scenes because the police don't want him there. And, you know, it's, it's, it, there, there, there's a, an uneasy alliance. We see, you know, the penguin basically crawling his way up the, the criminal uh, ladder. There, there's, it's, it's an interesting film, um, very much a detective movie. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's really, really a Batman that you haven't seen before. The main aspect that struck me is if you look back to Batman, um, Batman Returns, all of them, they actually focus more on the villain being the more interesting character. The, you know, Jack Nicholson took center stage, you know, um, Danny DeVito and Michelle Pfeiffer took center stage, but this is actually more about Batman. He is not a guest star or a supporting character in his own movie. Let's just, test, was... let's just test the audience, Robin, because I know you're eulogizing about this. Pamela Suman, will you be checking out the Batman or have you already been to see the Batman? I will be of uh... Robin and my daughter. Again, the New York connection, not at its finest there. A bit like Mr. Freeze has quite literally activated the whole thing, not played by Arnold Schwarzenegger. Jessica Burtis, from your own point of view, The Batman, one for you as yet, or maybe not? I'm definitely seeing it this weekend with my friend and hearing Robin's glowing review. Like, that is amazing that he's given it a 10. So my expectations are even higher in the stratosphere for this movie. <laughs> Let's face it, Jessica, on our weekly Resonance Rewinds, we know that Robin always goes for the honour of Mr. Curmudgeon. Uh, indeed, Mr. Curmudgeonly on that basis. Except, except in rare occasions where he's obviously feeling unwell. Um, Rebecca, the Batman, have you seen it? Or are you going to? I have not. 
Mm. I have not seen it as of yet, um, but as soon as all my work's out the way, of course, I'll make yeah. the point of going to see it. Kathy? I actually saw it yesterday, and it's just like Robin described it. It's perfect. Uh, <laughs> I, and it's weird because I remember watching that whole film, and I was concerned because it's three hours. I thought, oh, is it going to like lag, or am I going to get disinterested? But I wasn't. I was engaged throughout the whole thing that was happening. Actually, I left, and I was like, so... Zoe Kravitz just oozes coolness. She is just cool. Um, and I thought I needed more Robert Pattinson, and I didn't think I would want more of Rob, but I did. So, yeah, I think it's a great film. I, I think this idea of running times uh, as being a hindrance to enjoyment, it's its sort of silly. I mean, we, we all, especially coming out of a pandemic where we sat down and we binged-watched uh, classic Columbo episodes... Or was that just me? I don't know. But the point was, we're all used to binge watching. Like, okay, we've seen the first five episodes of this season. I don't have to be anywhere till dinner. Let's watch the rest of the season. So we're we're used to this. And I always go back to a, a quote that the late uh, film critic Roger Ebert said, uh, no great film is ever too long. No bad film is ever too short. There is one little comment that I would like to make, and referring back to Pattinson's days in Twilight, he is the world's worst vampire because it took him 14 years to turn into a bat. Those are the ah, that was good. It took me a while. That was good. <laughs> you might like to use it on the weekly Chill Pack Hollywood Hour show, which is obviously there in all sorts of ways. Give it due credit, clearly, clearly. Bro. I mean, I'm... Don't kid yourself. I'm already recording this, and I'm just clipping Robin out and putting that on my show. Uh, I don't need to prep anything this week. Exactly. That's the way forward. Uh, it's brought us to the end of the first live midweek drive transmission. Almost, but not quite. Oh, Pamela, I'd love to put you in charge of asking the last two questions, but you've left the chair empty, so we can't. Uh, so we need to go to Cathy. Uh, I'm turning to your good self. Would you like to, starting with our, our Zoomers, maybe go around the panel and throw those last two essential questions into the mix? Off you go, Cathy. Okay, I hope I don't mess this up because this is the first time I've ever been asked to do this. So Live. here we go. Live. Live. Can't mess it up. All right, this first question goes out to Phil. Uh, have you had a reasonably interesting Zoomer? Oh, I don't know. I feel dirty when I even refer to having done a Zoomer. It just sounds like something a grown man shouldn't do. But um, but it's been unreasonably interesting. And uh, I look forward to getting to chat with Pamela and Jessica again, hopefully very, very soon. Uh, I'm sorry I uh, was late to the party. I'll never apologize for being late. That just makes you cool. And I mean, you kind of answered the second question without me even saying it. Will you be returning? Oh, I have nowhere else to go. And yes, I know about being cool. You want to be late. You want to spend money that you don't have. And you want to be seen around town with me. Those are the keys to being cool. Perfect. <laughs> All right. And we're going to take this on to the rest of our panel. Look at these smiling faces. So happy to see you guys. All right, Pam, I'm bringing you in. Pam Lasuman, how about you? Did you have a reasonably interesting Zoom? Mer. Incredibly. I can't stop smiling. And I don't know if I'm being heard or not, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> You're being heard beautifully. I heard every word in every tone. I love you all, and I can't wait to come back. So please, Alex, let me be on the Zoom. Oh, we were and so close. We were so close, guys. <laughs> she, was, she was beautiful. You could hear her and then disappeared right at the last two words. But it looks like she wants to come back, so I can definitely see that. Yeah, I got a, I got a thumbs up. All right, we go on over to Robin. Hello. Did you have an Hello. interesting, great time on this Zoom? Oh, 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 I am not done yet. Oh. I'm not done yet. Never. Because 
Because you're new, it seems that you've forgotten there was something that I used to do. Mm. I used to do a thing called mm. Contributor, Contributor of the Week. And whether or not we're going to carry on, I don't know, but I'm doing it this week. Mm. The Contributor of the Week, right, on this first live midweek drive for two years, I am giving it to you, Alex Lefchuk, for not... I'm, I'm just a pen. I'm just a pen. That's all the pen in the background. Look, there. <laughs> You're not... You haven't lost the vision. You haven't lost the belief. You've kept everything going through two years. Two years of pandemic. Okay? You've brought us back together. You have produced this show seamlessly. There could be no other contributor of the week for this first uh, episode oh. back than yourself. So stop being self-effacing. Take this is just like the Oscars. It's just like the Oscars. We're all we're all in these boxes pretending to be happy for Alex that he Actually, won. I, 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 I mean, think we're more like the Brady Bunch. <laughs> I mean, I look. I wanted to win, but just to be nominated for Contributor of the Week <laughs> is really an honor. Oh, you are so close, Phil. So mm. close. Mm. Mm. I keep on going, uh, Kathy, because remember, in those immortal words, dignity, always dignity. Of course, of course. We're going to have to discuss this with the Academy, obviously. But until then, um... <laughs> we've got Phil Linus's predictions coming up on the next show. There Ooh, we are. Exciting. <laughs> um, Oh, man. Robin, I first of all, thank oh, you. Yes, back to the guy with not a shred of dignity. <laughs> no, I just want to thank, thank you for this moment for educating me on the thing that I didn't know because I'm too new. So thanks. I needed to hear this. And now I need to transition on to Jessica just because we're in those last moments. And I just want to ask, did you have an interesting, reasonable Zoomer? I did. It has been great to be back. And I am so honored to be hearing Robin's Contributor of the Week Award once again. It is... <laughs> It's fantastic and refreshing. So I I can't wait for more live shows. And then that brings me to my next question, meaning are you going to return, especially to a live show? Anytime you guys want me. Well, that's fine. And Jessica can be heard on the Midweek Drive Morning Edition tomorrow, as indeed can yourself, Kathy. That's running between 8 and 10. Uh, if you're still with Siren, and why wouldn't you be Callum and Reese take the early night uh, with us after this particular production with all sorts of wonderful things. Be Rebecca, have you had an okay time on the programme? Loved it, and I'm so happy to be back. So thank you so much. And next time, I'll obviously remember to keep your microphone <laughs> yep. up, which is fine. Uh, and Kathy, are you back with us as well next week? Always, yes, of course. Well, that'll be splendid. Uh, that's it. Two. Oh, do we have time to go? Very briefly. William Coles, Jessica Burgess, Pamela Suman, Jean Bruce Scott, Zoe Jameson, uh, Andy Barmerston, Matt Tebbett, Robin Pierce, Ben Lewis, Tessa Snart, and you, dear listener, and Ryan, of course, our ace producer, who's done wonders in the background as well, put various things together, kept us alive in all sorts of ways, injected with electricity. Thank you. Uh, keep on keeping on regardless Phil Linus, Pamela Suman, Jessica Burtis and Robin Pierce, thank you be well, be safe, be happy and let's go out with the congregation, I thank you
FM, FM. Online. online, mobile, mobile. This is this is Siren Radio Lincoln. 